0: Welcome to Bleed TV, the podcast for the best shows on TV, and I'm Jake. I'm Zuck. And tonight we'll be covering Into the Badlands, episode 104, Two Tigers Subdue Dragons. These whack names. I don't know what these names are about. Um, but we did get a new director, Guy Furland. Same, same writers, everything, but this Guy character goes way back. One of your favorite shields, the shield. Your one of my favorite shields, shield. <laughs> shield. Uh, but he's done Walking Dead. He's done Daredevil.
1: Yeah, that's all you needed to say. The man has Walking Dead credentials. Obviously, he's a real player.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because they're known for their excellent writing. <laughs> yeah. This is the director, by the way. Oh, yeah. you're right. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sometimes stellar. You sometimes know, are shot well. I guess. <laughs> uh, well, let's just jump into it, man. What were your thoughts on this one?
1: You know. I'm going to sound like a broken record. Every effing episode is getting better and better, and uh, I'm hooked. All I can say right now, and every time I think about this show and like what that is, damn it, Day Better Free can come with a Season 2 renewal real quick.
0: Yeah, just got uh, the tweet. From, I know, from Algo, yeah. From Gogue this uh, today, actually, talking about how it's not been renewed just yet, but they have high hopes. Uh, I'm Come with on, you. man.
1: You're breaking records with your viewership, you know, when it came out and so on. Um, you know, I hate to say that last night's episode was probably the telltale of whether or not the show was going to make it because you want to see what kind of numbers you have not following the Walking Dead crowd.
0: Yeah, but I haven't seen the numbers. So I'm not. I, I don't I'm just that saying. That. Hmm. Well, I mean, it just came out. Hopefully, we'll hear something this week. I'm hoping. I mean, I really, because I'm, I'm right there with you. I absolutely am enthralled with this show at this point. I mean, it's, I wrote this down in the notes. Is there any other show you can think of that packs so much into each episode?
1: No, and this is the first episode, first episode I've ever seen, or first show, really, I've ever seen where the action violence is actually part of the drama. And that is what is so unique. And I think we're reason I love it more than more than most.
0: Yeah. At first the show really hooked me with the violence and the fighting and stuff like that. But now I really like the plot. I mm. mean, every character has shown themselves to be very, you know, fun to watch on screen.
1: How well is it written that now every episode it throws a new wrinkle or new problem into the situation for the overall goal for every character? I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. And it's almost bananas. I mean, how many right and left turns you have to make to try to go straight down a goal? I mean, it is, it is just really, really well done with that. I just, um, and it's moving fast, you know, and that's something else, you know, a lot of times, you know, like what killed me about The Walking Dead and True Detective and several other shows we potted is, sometimes it just stops. And we're just in a lull for a little while. We're not really making any movement. This one, boom, boom, boom. We're constantly rolling, constantly meeting new characters, constantly seeing new uh, levels of action. Um, and it's really bringing it, you know. And, uh, and I know they probably have to do that because you have six episodes of the first season. But I'm digging it. I, I I'm really really digging it. Yeah, there's just never a dull moment.
0: You never get a drag, ever. I mean, there's always something going on. You have to pay attention constantly. No,
1: I'm not going to sit there and say this is the ultimate show of ultimate shows. By all yeah. means, I don't oh, want yeah. people to know that is that. You now there are some things that are touch cheesy, and there are a couple things that could be tweaked and so on. But there's nothing that I'm sitting there going. Grr! God, no, no, that didn't work, you know. Because you know as much as I love The Walking Dead, but I will barbecue it just like anything else when they make mistakes or things don't done right. I really can't say that I've seen anything during this show that was like, oh, no, that just makes no sense.
0: No, no cringeworthy worthy. Exactly.
1: Yeah, there's little things like, yeah, you're defying gravity for five seconds instead of the one <laughs> second the average person can. But it's part of the show and what it's meant to be, Um, and I'm okay with that. It sets that tone. It's consistent. I mean, that's one of my biggest complaints with The Walking Dead and other shows is that uh, the lack of consistency. This has been consistent from the get-go. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, if somebody's willing is strong enough to punch you and you go 40 feet across the air into a brick wall and land on the ground unconscious, your sternum's in pieces. Your <laughs> neck is broken. Your back is in pieces. I'm sorry. That head, I mean, I'm. but you know what? It didn't bother me. You know, it was okay. That's what the show was meant to be. It's been consistent. It shows that kind of stuff. So I was okay to roll with that. I still haven't figured out how he had a head wound from the front when he was landed on the back of the bricks. But, you know, that's not a cringeworthy moment, you know. So just little stuff like that, you know, that's more little attention to detail things. But so far, they've done really well with attention to detail.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of it's your expectations.
1: True. You
0: know, you you walk into certain shows that we've been following for so long. Like, if you're going to watch a Game of Thrones level television show, which I say is the peak of TV right now, you walk into it with a certain expectation level that it's got to hit such high watermarks and if it doesn't, then you can, as you say, barbecue it just like you would any other show. Oh, yeah. But on a consistent basis, Game of Thrones crushes it. You know what I mean?
1: Well, you can definitely tell that you and I both know how complex Game of Thrones is and how they produce it. And for them to have the quality level that they have, considering they have so many directors and so many shooting crews and so many actors going... That's the ultimate show. I, right, mean, but- I, 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 call, I give that top tier you know, because of the, how consistently well done it is. Of course, you have great source material as well as you have the guy who made it as part of the production in some capacity. This is different And doesn't go to that level, but it doesn't have to. I don't think you really can, you know, because it's that niche and, you know, the aerial fighting and sword play and all that kind of stuff. But what
0: I'm saying is, is like, you have an expectation level for this show now, right? You watch the first episode, you're like, boom, beat my expectations. It did. You know what I mean? You go into it where you're like, okay, I'm going to give this a solid, you know, objective chance. It beats your... expectations right oh yeah, but then it does episode two comes in and obliterates your expectations even after they've been rid you know risen from the first episode so that's what i'm talking about now i know i'm just blubbering over the show every week it seems like but every episode continuously beats my expectation and raises my expectation for the next episode
1: it does and it does and That is the only reason the show scares me is because when do you reach the height that you can't go any higher? When do you reach the situation where there is no more shock because you've done just about everything you can right now? The show gets better and better because they keep introducing us to new characters, new intrigue, new spins on the same problem. And we're still we're still learning about m k and uh you know Daniel Wu's character where his background and all these different things, but gosh, I hope we never lose that intrigue and that mystery and the desire to want more of that you know, and that's that's what i'm that's what I'm worried about, but I'm not worried right now I mean it already is projecting to be an awesome six episodes four in. Two more that I can't wait. I'm I'm almost like, how are they going to end this season? To you know, to have that big of a bang, go, dang it! We have to have a season two for this to keep going.
0: Absolutely. And I look at a show. I know, I keep comparing the show. Netflix released a show called Marco Polo. Now I know you haven't watched this yet, nope. but Marco Polo has a massive cult following and fan group. Right? It costs them a ass load of money to make it. The most that Netflix has ever spent on a show. Right? Mm. And it went very well spent. Everything looks perfect in the show. Now it's spent a whole bunch of money. It did not get good ratings. <laughs> from the critics. The reviews from the well, critics. these
1: guys are really smart now.
0: Yeah. Well, these tools just panned the hell <laughs> out of Marco Polo. So it was up in the air whether or not it was going to get a season two. But fans came out created huge petitions online to the CEO of Netflix, just begging, demanding that Marco Polo get a season two, because we all love it. I mean, absolutely love the show. So I feel like, just like this show, if this show is capable of closing out this season like we hope it can, and giving you all the bang for its buck, then I think the fans need to do the same thing demand a season two Beg i'm with you man it, you i'll know? be right there with them yeah i mean like you said there's a billion different ways they can end this season they've set up a lot of stuff so i look forward to
1: it yeah i think i mean right on i can't wait i, I mean drooling dive into the show where we go
0: all right, well, we got another badass opener once again.
1: That's kind of the uh that's kind of the resume of the show is it. I want to give you the first couple minutes of uh enjoy.
0: All right, is it weird to me or do the uh I don't know if it's just the show or what, but Walking Dead, you know, you get like commercial every 2 minutes it seems like. This show seems like it has massively large con- commercial gaps.
1: Yes, it is Is that a sign? That's the reason it's struggling because there's not a lot of people paying to add it? You know, is that something to be curious about? Or is that just the show saying, no, I need this much time on TV?
0: Well, it seems like an hour of television usually gets you like 48 minutes, I think, of actual screen time.
1: Depending on the show, I've heard people say it's in between 40 and 48 minutes. Depending, like Walking Dead, I think is closer to 40 minutes of actually screen time because so of commercials. A shitload of commercials. Yeah, well, I mean, when you're, you're hitting 14, 15 million viewers every time, right. you're going to get a lot of ads.
0: So I guess ad space would be much lower on Into the Badlands, yeah. but plus a time slot and everything else. And maybe that's why I enjoy the short so, I mean the show so much because I love long stints of the screen. You don't yeah. have to wait every time for the conclusion of a simple scene.
1: Yeah, well, you know the thing is the show gives you a kick in the pants in the first couple minutes to go, "Okay, yeah, I know what we're watching now." And then it gives that really cool intro uh, and then we get right back into the show. I mean, they waste no time. You know, you're you're not a viewer who has to wait going, all right, here's the big commercial. Let's go get a drink or get a snack ready and blah, blah, blah. Pop the popcorn, honey. No, you know, you better be sitting your butt down and getting ready, you know, to watch.
0: All right, so once again the opener, we see Tilda
1: running through the woods. Yeah, of course, in you like have a, no idea. She's dirty. She's grungy looking. I thought this was going to be a flashback of where... The widow found her. You know, me too. I thought it might have been a little something more to it. Had no idea it was part of a setup.
0: Yeah, she just ended up uh, booby-trapping this truck. It's We learned it's Jackabees. all right? The yeah. other baron that we're going to meet this episode. But yeah, the two guys get out. They got big mining picks. Instantly, butterfly throwing knives. Okay, what about, throwing the, stars. What
1: about the, the blood spray off the wounds on the neck? Uh, yeah, maybe it's a little over the top, but okay. Did you know this? Okay, not cringeworthy, but disappointing. They were dead fish as soon as the stars hit their throat. I agree. I agree. I, I agree. mean, it was like on the floor, and uh, they're motionless. <laughs> I
0: mean, I, come I, on. I don't like the immediate deaths.
1: Yes, because it was like, how about you catch your throat? You're gargling, going oh! you know you lean against the vehicle you know and you're eyeballing them and going you know no on the ground we're dead
0: you know you don't have to really pay any attention to them don't let the, linger the camera on them but just have them writhing on the ground while you're wandering around the truck and looking in the back of it yeah, stuff they're bleeding out let them bleed they're out. gargling
1: they're yeah. Choking on their own blood, they fall onto the truck a little bit and they slowly slide down it or something. Don't make it look like a fifty caliber went through their neck because the amount of arterial spray that hits the truck and they fall, you know, like the they were decapitated.
0: But even if a a fifty cal hits somebody in the neck, they'd still fall and writhe on the ground.
1: Yeah, gargle. Yeah, (laughs) give them a minute before they bleed out. I mean, come on. That's
0: what I'm saying. I would have loved to have seen that that wide shot. And just see them writhing on the ground while everybody else just goes about their business. All right. Anyway, we realize this is a widow trap. Uh, Look in the back of the truck. So we got pickaxes and we got a bunch of gold. So I'm assuming this is the mining baron.
1: You know, I'm getting that. And are you noticing that like very comic book and graphic novel style, like every... looks like every baron has their niche style weapon or... You know their own unique little color scheme, logo, everything. You know. Oh yeah. And uh, it's okay. So you have the butterfly and girls. You know, for the widow. You have uh, now. You have the miner, and you know, you you have the um, the pickaxes, the pickaxes. You know.
0: And then the Baron with the clippers and the swords. Yeah, but he's the but he's the opium, whatever.
1: Yeah, I mean, so, and he has the same color as the, you know, the flowers that he grows. I don't know. I mean, I like it, but I hope it doesn't become too, too cliche for that. Does that make sense? You know, like.
0: I don't know. I been I've gone into this show completely assuming it's comic book style. So I like the just.
1: Perfect differences between each Okay. Baron. Well, I just hope it doesn't get ridiculous because I hate to tell you, a mining axe or pick like that is not what I would call an ideal weapon of any fighting statute. You're going to have to really show me somebody who can use that as a,
0: a cunning weapon, weapon. Yeah, in a battle. Yeah. I, understand, I mean, anybody
1: with a sword, I mean, I'm just like, you know, that big old heavy thing, No. Nah. I mean, even the part where Jacoby had one in his hand, he was toting it like it was featherweight when it looked like it weighed 60 pounds. Oh, that
0: thing looks like you'd be you holding know what I'm a saying? kettlebell at the end oh, of your fingertips. Oh, not
1: only that. How about when that thing got thrown all the way across the gravesite and it was caught one-handed inches yeah. from his face?
0: That would actually probably take his arm off almost. Uh, or,
1: yeah, or carry him with it
0: as <laughs> yeah, it's going yeah, across absolutely. the air. So, you Let's know, little cannonball. things. Little things. <laughs> yeah, but... Like I said, your suspicion, suspension of disbelief in this show is v- very low.
1: You know, what I mean, you could just let it. Most things go. I could like it didn't bother me. It was a cool effect. You know, um, I did. I did want to say that you know, it, the entire episode was just like, who am I setting up? Who am I setting up? All right, how are we going to set this person up? How are we going to do that? You know, and who figures it out? So it was very fast paced to go through Mm -hmm. that, and it was okay. You know, like you said in the beginning, they rob this truck, they find the gold. You know, um, and then it, you know, it just kind of lets you. It sets the tone for the entire episode of that's what's kind of going on the entire time.
0: Well, she drags up a clipper and beheads him. You can't tell it that she beheads him, but
1: were you surprised by that?
0: No, not really, because I feel like she's pretty cold blooded um, and ambitious and do whatever necessary. But I didn't know why she was doing it. I
1: didn't realize that was going to
0: be a frame job,
1: right? Which was immediately noticed. You know, like it never it never came to fruition.
0: Oh no, Quinn knew exactly it was the widow, right? You know, from jump, but and we'll get there. Uh, so we get some MK training with Sonny, and he's a little cocky. You know, he shows him a new move he's learned or something like that. He hadn't been trained before.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, the old tiger claw, you know. Rawr, you know, and he's like, uh, you're not ready for that. You know, I didn't teach you that. Da da, da, da. He goes, you know, were well, you ready for this? And then he, of course, knocks him down his ass. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, a little comedy there, but. Yeah, I mean, it was okay. I mean, it just it's, it's showing the progression. I'm digging it. Okay.
0: Baron shows up, talks to Sonny about how much he needs him now more than ever. You know, it's obvious. He's preparing himself for war. Um,
1: and Sonny doesn't
0: seem Is it to weird
1: that he's like, I need you now more than ever? No,
0: I don't think so. I think he knows that he's... He has a possibility of losing everything. Yeah. And also, you know, Sonny's the regent. If Ryder doesn't take over, Sonny would. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I, I th- They're really playing on the barren fact that he's dying. You know, he looks worse in this episode. You notice he looks kind of... Well, he gets
1: darker and darker every episode.
0: But his eyes, like his the rings around his eyes are getting worse and worse, and he looks like he hadn't slept in days. I just think
1: they change the lighting. Every time you see him, they do something to make him look a little more, you know, not desperate, but a little more sinister. Yeah. but
0: Anyway, we move to the butterflies. All right, this this is another thing that's kind of showing the setting a little bit and the backstory of the this world we're in. They find a record
1: player. Yeah, in this old mansion or whatever like that, and they're in there dancing. And you know, what's her name? Old widow there just rolls up in there and breaks the. I mean, what a cold bee, man! Why can't let the girls dance, man. What's up with that? Okay, but they look like
0: they had never seen
1: a record before, never heard music before. No, no. I mean, I kind of got that vibe. Or they had, but it was something that reminded them of as a very young childhood. And this was like their first opportunity to kind of relive it a little bit. I don't know. There was something a little to it. Well, you take this part, right?
0: You take the record player. And then you look a little further when Waldo gives Sonny the little army man. Yeah. I'm like, these are all like relics from the old world, kind of. They are. So I'm just starting to because he also had like a Swiss Army knife, you know what I mean? In that yeah, like they box. look
1: like artifacts to him they in are. A can. Yeah,
0: they are, you know. I'm just like, I think this is really cool. I like them just pinching in those little, uh, you forget this is like a post apocalyptic world. Well, we think it's
1: a post apocalyptic world, well, but I mean, this is, is
0: showing more that that sounds
1: true. Yeah, well, I mean, that's when you when you read the the promos for the show and everything like that and listen to the stuff on Twitter, you know, that's what Al Go and them talk about is is this this is life after life of what we live today, you know.
0: But it makes me even more curious about what is beyond the Badlands.
1: Yeah, I mean
0: Are we gonna get like a like the village where you're gonna cross a wall and it's gonna no, be Oh
1: no a come city on. skyline? No, we better not do an M night shalom <laughs> out here. No. If we do, I'm turning the TV off. I'm deleting Algo's Twitter account from mine. <laughs> it's and, a no-fly zone. Oh, and and good God!
0: <laughs>
1: shame on you. No, we well, a big
0: experiment. There. Yeah,
1: I got your experiment. Rats in a cage. Yeah, it's it's me drive a few thousand miles without go. You know, <laughs> and take a pickaxe to him. Yeah.
0: You know. Okay. Anyway, let's keep moving. Uh, the widow pulls Tilda aside. You know, because he's she kind you know, of sassy mouth. You yeah, know. Got a, I got kill a for mouthy. you. I do
1: this for you. You know,
0: but we also learned that it looks like the widow's ex-husband may have been raping Tilda.
1: I didn't get that vibe, but it's possible. She pretty much lays it no, right out. She's there. like, "I taught you how to defend yourself, so you wouldn't lose your innocence." I didn't get the vibe that a certain person was doing
0: it. Oh, she said, "Do you remember what my former husband used to?" drag young girls into the night to steal their innocence or whatever.
1: Yeah. I don't know if he actually meant her, though. So, I don't don't know. You might be right. You might be right. I think she did. All right. All right. A little more depth into
0: the Widow's character.
1: Yeah. You know, and that's another thing is they don't prolong that depth either. They just give you quick snippets of it and move on. You know, where a lot of shows will sit there and beat you to death with backstory and other things like that and never prolong the plot.
0: But that's why this show doesn't drag. And that's why they, I talk about them cramming so much plot into one episode. Yeah. It, I mean, this just piles it and piles it in. Piles it constantly. Absolutely. All right, so we move on to another scene of MK training by himself. And he does what I talked about. He pulls a knife out and he almost cuts himself.
1: Like, you know, that's
0: his ammo almost. Yeah,
1: you know, I didn't I didn't think he'd do it. And he didn't. I, I'm just kind of like... No, because he, he's always said, he's like, I don't know who I am. I can't remember that this, this, that, or so on. And so uh, I wasn't surprised he didn't cut himself.
0: No, I wasn't either. He's obviously afraid of his powers and what happens. Yeah, because he has no control in his mind. We find out at the end of the episode possibly why he is so afraid of it. Um, moving on, we get a scene with Jade and Lydia and a new character
1: named uh, Myra. Yeah, just the house sitter or cleaner or whatever.
0: Yeah, I think she's like a um, babysitter or like a nanny. Yeah.
1: The head of the house, for sure. You can definitely tell.
0: They're going over like wedding plans with the fruit and what fruit to have served for the other barons when they show up for the wedding. Blood orange. Yeah, blood (laughs) orange and stuff. Um, But mainly what to draw out of the scene is Jay tries to offer a peace offering to Lydia, and Lydia just...
1: Bashes her for double damage. Yeah, dip takes a blood orange to the head there and tells her, Oh, well, if you're gonna sleep with a man, you better not sleep with the sun either and boom you yeah. know and, you know, and the room goes cold. You know.
0: <laughs> and Jade's pretty much awestruck, yeah. You know? Yeah, like yeah. Um, dumbfounded.
1: Yeah, she basically has the big card here because if she tells old dear hubby, I'll be hanging from the wall out there, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. But uh moving on to the Baron talking to Vale again. Last we left this, he was asking her to save his life. And she brings up post-apocalyptic chemotherapy.
1: Yeah. You know I mean, like I said, that, they keep showing these little sprinkles that this is, you know, world after a world, you know? Right.
0: It's like we know some things about the past. We, we carried some information into the future, but not everything. It's like we're starting over with some of our old knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Right. So... She's, like she says, she's kind of throwing it in his face. Well, my father knew a lot more about this stuff. You know? And he's all like, oh, my first intentions is to get justice for whatever nomads did this to me. It'll be family. swift. It'll in be justice. Swift. Yeah. That's all I want, Baron. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, I bet. You know? Um, yeah.
1: By the way, turn to the left so I can get to swift justice. Yeah.
0: yeah. If you don't mind, let me just put this ice pick in your neck.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, moving
0: on to Sonny and MK take a ride. Uh, this is where we get your famous five finger death palm to the sternum, but Sonny drags him out there, gives him a quick slice to the arm. MKs tells him he's not ready, he's not ready, and you know Sonny's just like, you just need to focus. <laughs> and of course, he gets palm blasted.
1: Uh, that is an understatement. And
0: you're right, he does fly back about a good fifteen feet, bashes into a random square of bricks then falls out and then mk once again just passes out which I, i can't figure out yet why he keeps passing out
1: and well yeah i mean he just i guess that's part of it where he doesn't have control and it's not a slow release of the power like that you know uh, I like the setup for the screen, the scene itself and so on. But, you know, not 10 minutes earlier, he, you were showing him, like, woo, throwing punches right, left, right, and Sonny's just whoop, 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 just, you know, right, left, right, there. Right. And this guy turns black and then just does a solo punch, center mass chest, and Sonny takes it and goes 40 feet across the room. Did it bother you at all that, like, there wasn't even a – him trying to deflect it at all, he just took it.
0: Well, it's all, it, in the way they filmed it, it looked like he was, almost like he wasn't
1: expecting it. I don't know. I mean, he, he seemed like a more of a drawn out move, not something that was like super quick. You know what I mean?
0: No, I, I agree with you. It was really strange, especially, you know, you look at a future scene with him and Tilda, where Tilda's, you know, avoiding his hits and, Moving away from exactly. and defending you know, it defending yourself just, a little bit,
1: yeah, it just that you know I, I can say the show has been consistent, but that would say that'd be one little thing that didn't quite. It's it was almost like a Walking Dead scene where like the the effect is what you want. How we got there wasn't perfect.
0: Yeah, it went for the cool factor instead of the consistency factor. Right, and well, so I'd say a slight. I'd, miss. I'd like
1: this. I'd like the scene like him be like not I hate to say the matrix where you know you know you like you see his arms get faster and moving quicker, right. you know, through moves to the where the point of Sonny's not able to keep up for a second and then he just takes that massive shot, you know? Absolutely. Not just the single blow that whoa, you know. No, I agree with you.
0: And like I said, I'm not quite sure on all the rules on his powers yet because you got he goes eye black, he knocks somebody out, whatever, and then he Passes out every time. The Tilda thing, you know, he fights for quite some time. It's almost like he can't pass out until he hits somebody.
1: Well, I guess until his target is taken care of. Right. He goes in a you know, I know it's showing the progression, you know, like he said, you know, focus on something pure. And he's like, what's pure? And da, 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 da. And you even see, you know, later on that other scene you're talking about, I know we're jumping around, but, you know, you see the progression of he sees her. And it's the one thing he desires in life. You know she's what's pure to him right to him. And so he, you know, he comes around and is able to stop it and Sonny sees that. So the ability is there to slow it, control it, and so on. It's just gonna take practice. And I think that's the reason you see these two scenes, you know, which I'm happy. It's I'm happy they're showing more of his ability and I'm ready for someone else to see it, and I'm ready for us to understand why are we gonna get the answers of what he is and why he does what he does before the season's over or is that what's left hanging
0: yeah I don't know yet because i we'll we'll get a little bit to that further on when we go into the river king and what happened with his story but mk's character is getting more and more intriguing to me
1: because oh yeah well he's the most mysterious character ever yet
0: Right, but it also seems like he may have been lying even more about his past. You know, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if it finds out that that cargo boat load of people was actually killed by him and all that, like they got to explain where that where they got him from, like where all those other people came from, and you know, did he end up killing his whole family inside that? I mean, there's a lot to unpack with MK's past.
1: There is no doubt. So the bigger question in my mind, this is the one thing is the ringer for this entire episode that once we have this answer, I think it unpacks a whole new level of information. You ready for this question? How does the widow know this kid is so important? What does she know that no one else does and how does she know it? Agreed, but you know the only thing I can figure is here's my one answer: she had the book. She can read it. Does that mean she can read it?
0: Well, we're we're gonna see the book again later, and it's got yeah. some big hole missing in you know, which we haven't explained that yet. No,
1: so that's you know, no other language everybody ever seen or done that or so on. So that right there is where it's going to unpack the most information to me. Right,
0: I got you. Next
1: where scene? We, where we where do we go from here? Where we like forget the next part?
0: Uh, you, we get a decapitated head thrown on the Baron's
1: oh, desk. Yeah, tasty. And like you said, it, Baron immediately. Yeah, it immediately smells out. out. This is the widow it, to- it was almost unnecessary scene, but I guess you had to get. I think the point of the scene was is to prove that Ryder's not really worthy and that his dad has to show him again, you know, there was some good lines there, you know, yeah, you like leave this. me with your table scraps and you expect me to, you know, honor, you know, like you're a God or whatever. To be proud about it. Right. Yeah. And so on. He's like, well, you know, I was your age, you know, I, I wouldn't let anybody else go but me. And yeah, I would have jumped took by it, the head. Exactly. Those kind of things. And, you know, it's almost like Quinn knows his son's a turncoat and is putting him out there to see what's going to happen expecting him like i think quinn knows his son's banging wife number two i think he knows his son is trying to manipulate to take the throne i think he knows that his son is going to do some things and he's using that to his advantage for later on like he's setting this emotion to do hope he, to unfold things
0: do you think he wants
1: Ryder to eventually take over for him and is
0: pushing him to do I these think, things, I
1: think he's uh, egotistical and thinks no one can do his job. And so when he's gone, he doesn't care what happens after that, right? I think that's why he's so curious about his, you know, his mortality, and and the fear of what would happen if anybody thought of him as being weaker or anything else. Well, he and definitely
0: so, taunts Ryder over Jade,
1: right? And, and so that's why I'm getting at. I think. I don't think, yeah, it might be his son or like that, but I don't think he has the connection of. I mean, like his son is waking up and he gives him wa- and they're getting him water. No, I want to know who set you up. It's because he's looking at it as is a it's a power stroke against him, not worrying about his son being almost killed.
0: Right, it's business first, family second.
1: Exactly. Right.
0: Yeah, and you know everybody keeps calling him out. You know, writers. You know, widow saying, you know, I I was doing you a favor trying to take We both know you were doing you a favor. Right, right. Because he's weak. Yeah. I mean there's no doubt. He's an albatross hanging on his back. (laughs) (laughs) Next we got Vale and MK's coming to check and see whether or not he can read or she can read the book yet. Now, this quickly turned into Sonny showing up and choking him out, saying, I trusted you, and you've been lying to me, and blah, blah, blah.
1: Yeah, you you soon realize that he lied. So far, you know, he's about three for four or four for five for lying to folks, you know. He lies constantly. Yeah. um, Makes you wonder what else Homeboy's
0: hiding. Yeah, no, I think he is hiding more and more stuff. Okay, so this is where you see the book, though, and it has the cut out hole in it. Did it, look like, did it look like
1: a keyhole to you? The shape of it? I'll be honest it with kind you. Kind of round on top and square in the bottom? I
0: thought it looked like the kind of pocket watch thing that Sonny has. Okay. Remember his little flip up thing that he has from his past? Hmm. Yeah, think about that. I think it looks like that. Like maybe this book was originally Sonny's back in the
1: day or something. I don't think going that far. I think Sonny's got a connection to him, but you know what might be kinda cool is is that yeah, Sonny's the most deadly and obviously he has some connection to whatever this city is or whatever this place is that right. MK is trying to get back to. You know, does that mm-hmm. this place, you know, where powers of or of special people are and does Sonny have something and not know or whatever, or is it because he's who he is? You know, this It has set up a situation where it can unravel in so many different ways. I mean, this is an onion with endless layers.
0: Absolutely. And he also finds out that Bale's been treating the Baron. And But this is where she she says, I can't do anything. No, you but know? he doesn't know that. He doesn't know that. I'm just kind of you know, leading him and, on. And I
1: was kind of surprised that Sonny was like, well, we've got to keep him alive because if his death would lead to all Barons at our doorstep. Well, I think
0: if he knows without him, without protection of just saying we have a baron here and there's rules against wars against baron. Otherwise, they, they would all just come and kill every clipper and every person there. You know, you see the widow when she comes and attacks later. She just kills cogs, clippers, whoever. You know, it's just. I think he knows that Vale would be even more danger. They wouldn't let them leave. You know, especially not Sonny, he's the number one guy, he's the best reputation for the biggest killer on the block. Yeah. So he ain't walking. Well plus out of there.
1: not only that, if the Baron did die, then you would have that conflict of Ryder and Sonny for who's the real leader. You know. Right. And that would just be another and Sonny doesn't want to be the leader. Ryder does but Sonny wouldn't want to work for Ryder and so it would just be blah, 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 you know it would just be a bad situation and then that would definitely lead everybody to the doorstep of okay Ryder's a weak link we're going to take care of business
0: absolutely because yeah. everybody already knows he's weak so yeah. they so. would come just because they know they could handle him Which, speaking of Ryder we come to the next scene where he meets with Zephyr or Zephyr. what's her name Zephyr I think it's Zephyr Zephyr right bad um, chick bad yeah this chick. chick is pretty cool Uh, I'm curious to see where the
1: scars on her face came from, and Uh, I don't know if we'll actually find out, but I think it's just more adds to the character, you know, her homage and the whole nine yards, so um, did you think, you know, he was talking about, you know, of course he's like, we're going to do the parlay, we're going to do the City of the Dead, blah, 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 all that stuff, and you know, the whole... My proposal. What did you think he infer- initially meant when he said my proposal? I thought he was going to try to get his dad killed at the parlay. Yeah, that was my initial thought. I just thought it might be a situation where you know they would meet, but that Zephyr and her crew would come with much more than they did to annihilate you know the Baron and Sonny and all them you know what I mean not the way it went down well I think
0: the way we find out later that Zephyr and the Widow are working together I think maybe he did propose that she and Jacoby and them kill him kill the Baron right but instead of that Zephyr just took his proposal to the Widow And then they discussed how to, you know, put all this together later on. Right. Because they want a war. They want a war between Quinn and Jacoby and the Widow. Everybody. All right. They want all the barons against each other so they can clear out the space. So the Widow can be a boss. Zephyr can be a boss. And Ryder can be a boss.
1: Right? Ryder's a fool if he thinks they're going to be a boss. They're just playing Ryder. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's a nutless wonder who thinks that he's going to, he let these couple of girls are going to let him do what he wants to do.
0: No, and I'm
1: pretty sure that he probably dies before the end of the season. You know, and here's another thing about his character she says, You want to be a baron. All you have to do is get me that child, that boy. Yeah. And so on. What, what, what would be your initial thought? Hmm. I have the boy. I'll use him. Exactly. I mean, I just, if he's that valuable to you for you to let me have my own baronship and everything like that, wait a minute. Yeah. He's got to have something more to him. Absolutely. I need to figure this out. Yeah. And that, But that doesn't look like it even dawns on him. There's no, there's no telltale there. No,
0: he just looks more scared than anything.
1: Yeah, I mean, Uh, you know, of all my characters, of course, I think you're supposed to like him the least. He is truly the least likable character in my mind.
0: Oh, definitely. He's kind of sniveling, and everybody's,
1: you know, mean to me. Kind of. Well, he does. He has no skills. We've seen him in what one fight situation, and he was hung in five seconds. Yeah, absolutely. I don't see much worth with him, and he has a So the the Baron's a badass, and this guy's like, "Eh, that's the sword. You know, I mean, (laughs) come on. Uh, Let's
0: see. Sonny talks to Waldo again. I really like this Waldo guy, dude.
1: Waldo, trippy name. Where's Waldo? Of course, but uh, you know, I hate to say that I don't like that he's in a wheelchair. I enjoyed the cool scene last episode, you know, the whole time, but it's almost like we're not going to get to see his full potential.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I feel like they might be building up this character to
1: only... Be a mentor or something. Or just to gut us later when he's ah, killed. You're absolutely right, man. You know, it's going to be that guy who just takes the takes the knife for, for the group, for Sonny, somebody, you know. Just yeah. like he said, he goes... You know, if I found something worth uh, living for or getting out of here for, I would have used this favor a long time ago. You know, it's definitely set himself up as a sacrificial lamb, like I said You know, in the previous episode, is yeah. that this guy's just going to be a gut-wrencher. He's going to be one of the first things like, no, you know, yeah. and down he yeah. goes, you know.
0: I fully expect that at this point. <laughs> <Maybe> <laughs> I would mean, almost be TV. disappointed if it doesn't happen. Just too jaded at this point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Don't show no me a nice character. But anyway, he... He tells Sonny the only way out is he has to get safe passage
1: down the river, and you have to talk to the River King. How about this character, the River King? Is this guy not like a a visual motif? He's like a walking artist rendition. I mean, he's... Yeah, this is where Cool. Cool looking cat. Yeah.
0: This is a guy I I feel like I would see at the Matrix.
1: Like an oracle type character. Absolutely. Yes. (laughs) This is the male version of the oracle. Yeah. Yeah. You know... Uh, And have some all these little wise sayings and different little cool, you know, things. The only thing missing is this Asian bodyguard. I mean, instead we got these two Hulk-like fellas with these giant dagger swords, whatever you want to call them.
0: Right. And we haven't even gotten to that scene yet, but I really like the River King look so far.
1: Yeah. I'm digging it. I think he's going to be pretty sweet. I, I like most of the decisions they're making on, like, character looks. Well, every character has unique qualities of them. And I have really enjoyed that. And like I said, I was worried about, you know, the colors and dictations of certain weapons like that. But nothing's been overkill. Like, there's no person that's just over the top. Yeah, no, you would never wear that. Or you would never look like that. Or no, that's not really possible. Everybody's got the closest thing to the realistic version that still looks good without being ridiculous. Right. Yeah, I. they're fun. A lot That's of fun. the best description you could say. It's yeah. fun, you know. It's you look at the River King and you look at the guy. The hair's wild. He has a little bitty glasses that are shaded. He talks with a very Southern Cajun drawl. Right. He's got long trench coat style, you know. And it's a very, I mean, it's it's very very unique setting, you know. I
0: think you nailed it. It's kind of a New Orleans.
1: Uh, yeah. pre-old vibe yeah, yeah it definitely does you know it's you know like I'm, I'm like i'm the keeper of the motherland you know and i, I the, the pastor of the river i mean it's a really really unique vibe and and i like how they're going with it
0: yeah we move to jade visiting the no actually this is Ryder come to see jade wanting to know why she hasn't seen him in his bedroom in you know weeks. days and days or weeks no. even yeah
1: and she tries to break it off with My him. My man's horny. I mean, what's the problem here? No. no I mean, she she's knows. been doing the surprise visits, and all of a sudden, she cuts it off.
0: No, I think the little chat with Lydia this, oh, yeah. you know, that morning. She scared her up.
1: She threw her chastity belt on.
0: There's no doubt. Yeah, and then the <laughs> fact that the wedding's coming, that you know, she's just like, forget this noise. Time to break this off. He's obviously the weaker of the two.
1: Yeah, he's a chump. You yeah. know. He's There's dead
0: weight. More future... With uh, with Quinn and this guy. Uh, and she says she can handle Lydia. But Ryder busters out says, the whole well, information? Quinn's actually been married a bunch of times, obviously. And Lydia is suspected of killing the wife before her. That's Beatrice character. Yeah. So the plot thickens on Lydia's character now.
1: Everybody's got some uh, skeletons in the closet. You I know? mean, a bunch of skeletons. Including... Mm, for real, Skelton. ex Yeah. So um, Beatrice is in the closet. <laughs> right. So we moved
0: to Jade visiting Mary to kind of look into this information she just got. And I guess she was like the old handmaiden or whatever nanny for Beatrice in the past. Oh, yeah. And says that Lydia used to sneak away to a certain part of the garden and...
1: Get some wildflowers.
0: Yeah, and get some kind of... Basically
1: the equivalent of sneaking bleach into the meal. Yeah, it's you like, know, I'll just
0: put a little arsenic rat poison. <laughs>
1: yeah. It makes the rats go away. It also makes Beatrice go away.
0: <laughs> yeah, it makes her rot from the inside. <laughs> so it was. It was rat Tasty. poison. Basically, uh, yeah. Pretty
1: much. So Organic. you know.
0: So very cool. So my idea originally of Quinn possibly being poisoned, you know, from the inside, a long, slow death, which ended up being a brain tumor, I realized. But hey, Lydia did have a poisoning background. She
1: did. Yeah, I know you were itching to slap yourself on the back there a little bit. I was ready. You know, but you, you got to be careful. The rotative cuff, some damage. Yeah, to, you nearly
0: know? pulled a muscle, pad muscle. Ah, back. whatever. So we get MK sulking in the pit. You know, kids are trying to get him to wrestle with him and stuff. And Sonny walks in, says, "We need a scouting
1: group to come with us for the parlay." Yeah, it's like it's like choosing your team for dodgeball, and leaving one kid behind. I yeah. Mean,
0: it's your supposed to be best friend and
1: I'm your cult. I'm your cult. <laughs> yeah, it's that buddy that's the
0: the chubby nerd that you hang out with when you're uh, alone, but when you're around your friends it's like I don't know him.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll take <who>? you. You
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so MK gets all pissy about not getting selected and you know, Sonny just walks off. So Well yeah, I mean that's expected. We get a random scene of the Baron tearing a button off his shirt. Completely out of left field. Have no idea where the symbolism is yeah.
1: going. Algo, I need you to tweet me. Um, you know, and let me know what in the sack kicker was that about? I mean, he pulls the button off the string. He looks at it. Is this a meal? Is it a snack? Is it? <laughs> I'm saving it for later. Is it? You know, I collect buttons in my pocket. I was completely confused about this situation. You're gonna to give, give me some juice here, okay? I got nothing. I mean, I really got nothing. I mean, for one second there, I thought maybe he was going to wear it like a a faux earring or something. I was completely in the dark.
0: No, no clue. All right. It's parlay in the graveyard time.
1: How cool was this graveyard? Very cool. I'm curious where it is. Not only that, did you notice they let the grass grow up through it? So it looked like it was post-apocalyptic. Take lessons, Walking Dead. This is how you make something look like it's life after life, okay? You just Um, strap
0: a push mower to a walker, you got nonstop grass cut.
1: I need to leave the show now. You just talked about putting a push mower to a walker. Anyway, but you know, the detail was there.
0: Oh yeah, everything looks so old-
1: Thank you. They look great. I Impressive. really enjoyed the setting. It was well done. It it carried its weight. It looked the part. Kudos. So MK has
0: snuck his way to the graveyard, of course. Oh yeah, against Sonny's will, and he gets pulled aside and he gets thrown up on a high spot to keep lookout.
1: And then you got the the ghost of Christmas Past or Death or right, roll up in there, and it's actually. The, uh, what's her name? Uh, Tilda. Tilda, and throws her eighty pound, you know, pickaxe like it's a paper airplane across the entire courtyard or The whatever.
0: momentum a pickaxe would have spinning. Yeah, I think no you're right. No doubt, it would, it would carry Sonny a few feet. Just like Beyond. MK made him
1: carry for 40 feet, yeah. he would go for that ride right by the barren, right into the next graveyard area, <laughs> and so on. And he'd be, you know, doing cartwheels with it. But
0: before she throws it, we get to meet Jacoby.
1: Now, where do I know this guy from? Man, he played a vampire on, I hate to say this, Twilight. Series. He was the black one that was the one that kept chasing Home Girl. Okay, and they you know killed him. Was he one of the
0: ones in the newer X Men movies too? The guy whose skin would adapt to X Men First Class. I think is what it was. I'm pretty sure that's him. Where he Mm. would have like volcanic skin if he needed it, or.
1: Something like that. Yeah, he yeah. was in there. It was a small part. He yeah, was in not there. A, not a
0: huge part, but he was one of the. He's first in there. Kids I've seen him in several it. other things.
1: Yeah, I've seen him in a horror movie or two or so on like that. So he's got a little cred.
0: Yeah, not a yeah. bad actor.
1: I thought it was a great selection. Yeah, I mean, he's great. Of course, you learn he's like Ryder. He's the son of a former major baron.
0: Right, right. But that, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, who I guess Quinn thought was friendly with him, but he hated him. Yeah, he really hated you. You know, and another oh, good what. <laughs> Another good hairstyle selection with Jacobi. Yeah. I like the straight down and then poke out on
1: one side. It's like a mean part. In yeah, that, you it's know. Tight fro. The, these, I'm going to tell you, for the world to look as bleak as it does, these cats dress well. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, look at the other ones, though. Some of these people do
0: not dress well. I know. But these Barons are
1: looking mighty good. I yes, mean,
0: I agree. I agree. But they have all the sneakers.
1: scared to cover it in blood everywhere. And I don't see the twenty-four hour laundry anywhere.
0: No, I don't see a washing machine. Period. I think old Mary or whatever is, is the washing machine. <laughs> strong back, strong yeah. back. <laughs> but uh, this is where you get your Tilda flinging the, you know, the pickaxe at. Uh, yeah,
1: we've we've established this scene was less than adequate for, forever, you know,
0: realism. Uh, whatever. Cool factor wins. Cool out. factor
1: high. Realism low.
0: All right, but. This starts a massive fight. Here we go. Fight scene of the episode. We get constant just clipper death. We get minor death.
1: Which was really surprising me that the clippers were going as fast as they were. They always seem to go fast at the
0: beginning. But then, you know, you look at their numbers at the end. It seems like they did
1: just fine. Yeah. I mean, it looked like in the first five seconds of the episode, they're getting their throats cut and stabbed to death. I mean, almost instantaneous. You know, yeah, and then you see Quinn take out four or five minor guys all on his lonesome. I mean, is nobody else going to show up to do any kind of battling? I mean, what we saw was one Baron Quinn knocking out all these minors, and you got Jacoby taking out all these other Jokers, and it was just. Uh, It was very singular combat when it comes to Baron Baron. And then, of course, you had the little fight between Zephyr and Sonny a little bit. But, I mean, did that seem kind of weird to you? Yeah,
0: don't forget we got a a pretty good neck chop from Sonny on one of those minor dudes. True. And then, of course, uh, the Zephyr Sonny, you saw that coming a mile away. And they got a few good little tings and tangs in there. All while MK is chasing Tilda down through the graveyard and ends up attacking her, and she flings a throwing star in his direction, cutting him. Now, she looked like she had some fear on her face when he was laying there. So now she's aware completely, beyond all his lies or whatnot, that he does have powers. And he proceeds to just beat the hell out of a wall around her while she evades him for a good while. And
1: yes, Neo would have been proud of the fast moves and wall destruction he was doing. Yeah, it was uh,
0: pretty cool effects. Good job, because you saw like the knuckles actually
1: penetrate the concrete, penetrate stuff like that. They did a really good job. The details were there.
0: Her just kind of sliding to the left and right with her eyes wide open and stuff. You know, was pretty well done. And you finally get to see, you know, he, whatever, he's about to choke her out. And he finds his pure thing, right, to focus right. on.
1: And, of course, Sonny's watching it and with his, um, you know, small popcorn, his uh, large cherry soda. Because he has all the time in the world. I mean, don't worry about anybody else fighting around him. But, <laughs> um, you know, it was like a magical moment. The only thing missing was his 3D glasses and a tear coming down one eye.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but...
0: What he does is he actually picks up the throwing star and while Quinn and Jacoby are about to throw down and Zephyr walks behind and it looks like curtains for Quinn, you know, unless Sonny can get over there to help out. He flings a throwing star. (laughs) That reminds you,
1: these flowing stars are so deadly that it makes a five foot arterial spray of any wound and insta deaths insta death and she catches it like it's the uh tostado's chip with dip on it um, <laughs> it's a frisbee <laughs> i mean it was like uh so you know little and she throws it down ding 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 you know and and that's the end of it you know well he says you know the
0: widow's trying to cause this fight she caused this war she did the the double cross with the beheading and she robbed the truck and all that stuff. So
1: it Convenient. stops the fight. Convenient? A little nah, bit maybe? Yes,
0: absolutely. But in a way I thought it was kind of cool to see Zephyr's skill, you know, catching the
1: thing and stuff. But I did like that. I, I did like that. I just didn't see it as a moment that made the fight stop. Everybody go, Oh, wait a minute. He's right. Let's just stop where we are. Forget that there's ten bodies on the ground, and we got to that point. You know?
0: Oh, absolutely. There was some uh, quite a toll taken for this little. Yeah, double I mean, crossing. Queen had blood from eight people on his shirt. I mean, <laughs> yeah. right where his
1: missing button was. Jeez.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, he already tore the shirt up, so might as well bloody it up at this point.
1: Uh, you know. Now this is the part when he come, they come back home. And there's cogs dead everywhere in the field or missing.
0: Well, yeah, there's clippers dead everywhere, and there's yeah. cogs dead all over the place. And, um,
1: but now hold on, you now did they did he kill the clippers? I thought that was just another cog in the field. Was that a clipper? No, it was a clipper they showed. So that was just a person who was watching on the fence.
0: Yeah, because if you watch when they look outside at the people, you know, tending to the poppy seeds, there's clippers walking around. Gotcha. And plus, all it takes is one little throwing star, and you know they're done. Like oh, dinner, that's right? I forgot. It's like a sniper round. They're done. <laughs> yeah. But they they go to um, one of the little shacks around there, and there's a, a mom easy. and son hiding.
1: That's the same. what's the one that the girls were talking to. Is it her? It's her. Yeah. Uh, it didn't look like her,
0: but it was her. she yeah. says that they were offering gold and all that. The clippers were killed, and then the cogs were offered gold to leave the place to go with the widow. So I guess they really didn't kill Cogs that much. Maybe they killed a couple, but they looks like they took the major group with the large amounts of gold. Right. That they stole off that truck. All right. So Ryder is plopped down in front of the widow. Yeah. And Zephyr. And Zephyr. Okay. Now at first, like you said, I was just totally confused about the Ryder scenario. Until this scene,
1: obviously. Yeah, it definitely clears it up. Yeah, but we've pretty
0: much already talked about this. Now,
1: did it surprise you that Zephyr's trying to get rid of her own person, too?
0: Not really. I kind of dig the girl power,
1: kind of. I thought it was kind of like... I don't know. I thought it was kind of forced. Not really. How can I put this? I think we already know there's a lot of backstabbing and who wants it. And we all are predicting that Ryder wants his dad gone to be the Baron. We all know the widow wants to do her own thing, throwing the Zephyr in there to try to do the exact things, the exact same thing as Ryder's trying to do, you know, of undermine her own Baron. It's almost like it was a little too much. Not every Baron's got somebody biding for their job, you know, and that's right now that's all we know.
0: I think just power corrupts, you know what I mean? Yeah, it is a lot. Um, I don't see it working out. It's like more loose ends, you know. Right. The more people that know, the more chances all comes collapsing down on them. So, you know, if Ryder was smart and wasn't so dumbly ambitious, just kind of a dim bulb, he would come back, like you said, to find out what MK's power is, and maybe just tell Quinn and Jacoby, "Hey, these two are plotting against y'all." You know, maybe just call them in for a little meeting and then decapitate them. You know, I mean, in this and get some more, you know, good vibes in yeah. writer's direction.
1: It's all good. What, what do you call it? Yes, I'm going to bring MK to you, the widow. Hold on. MK, cut you. There's the bad one. Go get her. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. She cut you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bad. You know? But
0: even before this scene, I forgot about it, actually. Quinn goes to Sonny and says, "It's all on you, you know, holding him personally in charge. Kill the widow, or bring
1: the well, widow." Yeah, to well, you him. Know, Jacob. I mean, Jacoby said, "You know, you have brought this upon this. If you want there to be parlay or truce or like that, you got to deal with the widow, right?" You know. So, and, he, of course, he puts it on Sonny to handle it. Absolutely. And I and I, I and I get that. You know, that's that's all good. But it leads to Sonny going
0: to the river king right because he doesn't want this war anymore he doesn't want what quinn wants and doesn't plan on following his orders
1: right and th- you know this is how they kind of end the episode to kind of give you that sprinkle of mk is not who you think he is or you know actually i'll be honest with you you know what my first perception was is that when you took the river king took him down to the boat and showed him that room with all that blood and there was like 20 something people in here were all killed it just made me, believe, it made me think that that boy was the... He doesn't know his powers and when unleashed and doesn't know who's around him, that's what kind of weapon he is. But as you hone it in, he'll become an ultimate weapon.
0: I mean, you gotta think. Like, if it's a bunch of people stuffed into a shipping container and then there's a couple bullies on there that punch him in his face, whatever. Yeah, you know, scratch. Try, try to rough him up and make him bleed. Well, then he just loses control and kills everybody. Yeah. You know, that's very possible. But, you know, costs the River King a bunch of money and reputation. So, Sonny's ticket with Vale on this boat is to bring him MK's head.
1: And I like this twist. I think it's pretty cool. Because then you have to, like, choose. It's that moral compass you have to decide. Whether or not you, yeah, we're going to safety, but on on your conscience of knowing what's it worth to you, yeah, you know. All right, here's my last bit of criticism. Uh, Where'd the photocopier come from that had the beautiful picture of MK on this paper?
0: No, I'm beyond all that stuff now. Did you see the little skiff they rode over to the massive freighter ship that the River King appears to drive and? and captain dude they have technology obviously
1: that boat was ridiculous okay i'm just saying his wanted poster looked like it was from the 1800s cowboy western but his picture looked like kinko's put it on there
0: absolutely i totally agree with you i mean it looks like something you would do for your kids play you know what i'm saying
1: (laughs) Uh, amen amen you know yeah Uh, i
0: totally i totally agree with you i don't understand it's way out of left field but so is all this random stuff, like the army man, the record player. these.
1: I get the that boats. stuff. That's just relics of a past world of a post-apocalyptic. But there, there's no... I don't see electricity. And that picture was produced by a copier. <laughs> or a printer. Something, man. Look, Somebody's hiding something.
0: After the brain tumor x-ray, a copier is not my least concern. Okay. A printer.
1: Uh-oh. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll give you that, okay, but come on, man. <laughs> hey, I'm looking forward to seeing the... Who took homeboy's picture if he was a wanted man?
0: No, look, that was clearly carved out of in wood. Oh,
1: M-G. Ink stamp. Heat stamp. And they were Your like, brain's heat stamp. They're very
0: artsy, so they wanted to make the little floral decoration around the wanted poster. Okay,
1: okay, all right. Yeah, I'm reaching. All right, Mr. Hallmark. Okay. I'm He's reaching. Card maker. Yeah. I don't, I don't, but yeah, I don't. that's the end of the episode. I'm leaving it alone. I'm not going there. <laughs>
0: but that's the end. But yeah, MK is obviously a lying monster on the run.
1: Yes. From what? What does he not know? Did he black out because he doesn't know his past? There's so much to un, uh, unravel, unpeel, whatever you want to call it, to his story. What are the Badlands? We want to know. I want to know what. You know, Waldo's backstory, how did he end up in a wheelchair? Where does this go with this tumor? Is Ryder just as dim-witted as we think he are? You know, what does that book really foretell? Where did the book come from? What is that city? Where is it located? I mean, who are the other barons when there's what, 12 of them? We know of three. I mean, there is so much to unpack. And go in so many different directions. This show has the potential of doing a fantastic job of keeping us intrigued, keeping us meeting new characters and having new plot lines and going different directions. I'm pumped.
0: Yeah, I'm, I keep. I know it. It's ridiculous, but the Village and the Matrix. Some of this stuff starting to make a little sense when you think about it.
1: Well, you can definitely see that they've kind of pulled from some of your more popular things and use it as tools in this show.
0: Right. But if you look at it like, think of it like an experiment. Kind of like The Matrix was, right? A way to keep us, you know, calm while they used our bodies like batteries or whatever. Or think of it like of an experiment, like mice in a in a cage or a box or whatever, right? Oh, no.
1: Yeah. I mean, you can and, say it's Ed TV for all you care. I mean, you can do whatever, you know.
0: Yeah, but... And then inject MK into the scenario, and see what happens.
1: You know what I mean? It, it, that's that's what divergence is. I mean, that's what a lot of things are. You know, like you say, it's 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 like watching an ant grow. You know, in a glass cage. You know, I mean. But inject some something foreign you know, ant and and see what inject happens. Inject a variable, then see how the rest react. Yeah. Yeah, I, is that I completely not what it you.
0: seems like? Kinda
1: to a point, you know. It does.
0: Um, like, how, like all the weapons are gone. There's no guns.
1: Yeah. Like, who took
0: them? Where'd they go? Like, what happened?
1: Yeah. Where's your explanations for things that don't make sense? You got stuff to be able to produce X-rays, and you got copiers. You know, and your Kinko's person on the on the river. Yeah. But you, we got no, we got no firearms. Not even a relic of a firearm. Yeah. So. I, you know, it surprises me we don't see somebody like, you know, oh, this used to be a gun. You know, that kind of stuff. You yeah, know, I'm, or where's the, you know,
0: I, I I don't know. Maybe I'm just reaching a straws here, but I, I feel like
1: they you know, might be. They keep showing those little tidbits of a poorer world. Those little tidbits have got to be, got to come into play eventually.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. We're going to see some skyline shot of what's beyond the Badlands at some point. And maybe yeah. it's, Normal people, and the Badlands are no. This is not an
1: amusement park I'm called the Badlands. You, man, I'm worried. I'm worried
0: they could go that route. We're
1: you not know. worried,
0: but just curious.
1: Yeah, I mean, it is possible. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, just there better not be CCTV cameras up in the trees, and everybody's watching the drama. The Badlands and MK's is an alien. Yeah. I mean, come on, no, 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 no. no anyway where do you you think the next episode's going
0: uh, the next one I think is going to be slightly more set up I think they're going to have to do some set up you're going to have to figure out how Ryder's going to set up or what he's going to do with MK you know is Ryder going to come home and try to find MK and find out why he's so special or is he just going to try to deliver him on a silver platter
1: I think the next episode is going to be a lot of unveiling and you're going to see everybody's motivation, and then the final episode is going to be the conflict within. That's what, what I'm saying. I,
0: I think it's going to be a ton of setup, like where each person is planning
1: to make their final unveiled. move. I think you're going to you're going to people are going to get found out, and then you're going to see how it unfolds, and then we'll be left hanging with the aftermath or the potential aftermath.
0: Yeah, possible wedding jade and quinn you think we're gonna see mm, that
1: i don't know nah,
0: no they've been talking about it a lot i don't know if they're planning on showing yeah, it.
1: yeah i guess you know it could be pretty cool if the baron's getting married and all of a sudden you know
0: could be a cool setting for a fight
1: yeah and all of a sudden jade gets killed or you know or something, something you know yeah and then that really causes a problem because that was the lover for both and you know it could really set up some problems yeah that could be pretty cool be like, yeah. be like the Red Wedding, you know? Yeah, there you go. Game of Thrones wow. style, you know? I could go with that.
0: Yeah, I feel like next episode's going to be a lot of setup. Just putting the plot in motion towards that last episode. Yeah. Where we're going to get no doubt the major plot
1: changers, you know? No doubt. No doubt. Well, uh, let's do our announcement. You What do you call it? We put it on Twitter and Facebook um, out there, guys. We... In conjunction with Sutterfiles, uh, who is a, is a fan group for Kirk Sutter, um, if you don't know Kirk Sutter, he's the uh, very popular writer, producer, and director of such shows such as The Shield, which I absolutely love, Sons of Anarchy, another show I really enjoy. Um, He just uh, finished a single season of The Bastard Executioner, which I enjoyed, but unfortunately wasn't renewed, uh, sadly. Uh, He also has done some movies, uh, most recent and well-received was Southpaw with Jake Gyllenhaal um the is i consider really really good at what he does he brings in really interesting character he does some dynamic drama anyway um the fan group sutter files which is ran by an amazing girl um which we're really good friends with uh and ourselves are going to do kind of a christmas holidays uh, giveaway um and the criteria for it is is that we're looking to try to bump up our viewership and get people an opportunity to test us out and so on. And so if you decide you want to follow us on Twitter, uh, what kind of counts as an entry or uh, even if you want to befriend us on uh, our Bleed TV podcast page, which uh, you can friend me at, on my personal, which is just part of Bleed TV. It's called Zach Bleed TV. Uh, So we can kind of get some more information to you directly. Um, Or uh, we'd greatly appreciate it is if you uh, decide to give us a positive review on iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever your favorite podcast uh, app or show is, uh, and send us notification that you did it. And uh, and that kind of counts towards uh, 10 entries. Um, And we're going to throw a nice little gift pack together and hook you up. Uh, it's a surprise. So, uh, we look forward to seeing it. We have we put it out this morning on Twitter and Facebook, and I am thrilled to say that our follows have already quadrupled, um, <laughs> which is fantastic. Uh, we really want to try to boost this up even more. I really tell you, you're going to enjoy uh, the gift set we've got together, uh, what we're going to do. And um, if you don't know about it, give us a shake. Uh, and if you've got time for a review, we'd really, really appreciate it. Um, but that's the only pimp I got left man you got anything over there you want to roll out no
0: that's pretty much it just uh, hit us up at BleedTVPodcast at gmail.com uh, at BleedTVPodcast on Twitter find us on Facebook BleedTV yeah,
1: we have our own uh, webpage too com. we really enjoy Podbean it's been what we've used since the beginning and had been great um, really really enjoy it uh, but yeah, y'all can catch us or anything. Hit us up with feedback. Um, we don't, you know, Into the Badlands is, uh, I don't know, it's a new show, and, but, but I'm telling you, we really enjoy it. And if you're one of these people who listen to us and enjoy it as well, send us your thoughts about some different things and, you know, what you thought about certain items and what you think is going. Love to add to the show. Love to add some extra feedback and get you involved um but other than that um i don't think we got anything else going i think uh i think we'll probably announce a winner i think uh probably the next show or the show after before the badlands is over and uh, get y'all going but uh other than that you want to call it here bro yeah let's call it guys this is uh, it's been fun this is bleed tv and i'm zach i'm jake and we're out